This week on The Gen Z Show, we celebrate 108 years of the assembly line. A new variant of the coronavirus ravages nations across the world. The former Cleveland Indians will now officially be called the Cleveland Guardians, but not before a big lawsuit. And finally, schools across the United States start taking a big step towards better mental health for all students. All of this and more coming up on The Gen Z Show. I'm Clark. And I'm Avi. And And we're your Gen Gen Z hosts. This is Gen Z's recap for the week of November 28, 2021. And we have a lot on the agenda for this week's show. So let's hop right into our first segment. News and current events. This week, countries around the globe were hit hard by the unprecedented arrival of the new coronavirus variant, which has been officially named the Omicron variant. The variant was officially identified by the World Health Organization as one of concern on November 26th, but it wasn't until last week that it truly struck nations around the world. The virus was first identified in Botswana and South Africa and spread rapidly towards Eastern Asia and a large portion of Europe. By December 2nd, the virus had traveled over to the United States, now with cases in over a dozen states across the country. According to the most recent search, it has been identified that the original COVID vaccines in which hundreds of millions of people around the world have received are expected to not be as protective against this new variant. Along with this, it is claimed by several international health organizations that current COVID tests, both PCR and especially rapid, are decreasingly as affected with this new COVID variant. Along with this, while the World Health Organization claims that not all information is conclusive at the moment in time, it has come to the general consensus among countless international virologists and health organizations that the Omicron variant is more easily spread and also likely more more threatening than its original strand of the virus. Several countries around the world have blocked travel to certain nations that have been hit notably by the virus. Soon after it was discovered, the United States blocked travel to multiple African and Asian countries, and all sorts of nations are doing the same. As of the time when the script was written, the new variant of the virus has totaled roughly 25 cases in the United States, but in countries located in Southern Africa, that case count is in the tens of thousands. Along with this data, South Africa and Botswana have both reported that cases of the virus have appeared much more commonly in the younger generations, especially in people under the age of 35. This news was unexpected as it opposes the information we have about the variant's predecessors, which seem to target people who fell in the age range of 65 and above. However, as cases rise and as more data comes out, we remind you to be careful out there. Get vaccinated if you are old enough and be sure to wear a mask and wash your hands often, even if you are vaccinated. If you get sick, don't be afraid to get tested because the earlier you know, the better off you will be. And from the two of us here at the Gen Z show, Stay safe out there. And now that the more dismal news is out of the way, let's move on to something a little more joyful and festive. On Wednesday, December 1st, the festive Rockefeller tree lighting took place. This tradition goes 89 years back, all the way to 1931, where, at the height of the Great Depression, workers at the Rockefeller Center construction site decided to pull their money together to buy a Christmas tree to lift their spirits. The tree was a 20-foot balsam fir, that they decorated with garland and strings of cranberries from their families. And at the end of the night, the men lined up at the tree to receive their paychecks. 
And today, nearly 90 years later, the tradition continues. The tree lighting has grown into a nationwide phenomenon, drawing in massive crowds, celebrities, and performances from several renowned music artists in the world. This year at the Rockefeller Center in New York City, Wednesday night, a 79-foot-tall, 12-ton Norway spruce was eventually the centerpiece of a two-hour buildup. This buildup included performances from Carrie Underwood, Brad Paisley, Rob Thomas, Pentatonix, and more. This year's 85-year-old tree was adorned with more than 50,000 multicolor LED lights strung over five miles of wire. Hundreds of solar panels atop one of the Rockefeller Center buildings will help power the lights throughout the time when it sits in the center of Rockefeller Square, warming everybody who sees its heart from 6 a.m. to 12 a.m. every day. As is usually part of the tradition, President Joe Biden and First Lady Dr. Jill Biden were present at the lighting, which was broadcasted on NBC by their Today Show co-anchors Hoda Kotz and Savannah Guthrie, Craig Melvin, and Al Rocker. And now, let's transition into some news about a recent development in the wide world of sports. Last week, the Major League Baseball team, formerly known as the Cleveland Indians, changed their name to the Cleveland Guardians. The change was decided after multiple years of controversy with the previous name and logo for the team, which portrayed Native Americans in a racist and negative way. The official decision to change the name to the Guardians took place on July 23, 2021, but the actual implementation of the new name didn't occur until last week, after the baseball season ended and the offseason began. The new name and logo for the team was decided upon by fans and management and was inspired by the large Guardians of Traffic statues that stand on the city's Hope Memorial Bridge. The new logo for the team is a baseball with a, with a large letter G on the side, with wings coming off of it. The team colors of red, white, and navy blue will still remain. Shortly before the initial implementation of the new name, the team was sued by a roller derby team called also the Cleveland Guardians. The team, which was founded in 2013, filed its lawsuit claiming that the baseball team switch from Indians to Guardians infringed on its trademark and employed deceptive trade practices, which violates Ohio state law. The lawsuit specifically stated that, quote, a major league club cannot simply take a smaller team's name and use it for itself. There cannot be two Cleveland Guardian teams in Cleveland. And to be blunt, the, the plaintiff point. was here first, end quote. However, after several negotiations, the team decided to settle and agree to, keep to both keep the name Cleveland Guardians. And now, just about a week ago, the former Cleveland Indians officially renamed to the Cleveland Guardians. And for the final topic of news and current events for this week, let's hop over and talk a little bit about how schools across the United States are beginning to spend portions of their budget and aid money on improving mental health for all students. In March of 2021, the United States Congress approved a bill that provided $129 billion to schools, aimed at helping them to safely reopen for in-person learning. The school districts who received that aid were required to spend their money before 2024, and at least 20% of the funds were required to be spent on acknowledging and fixing the loss of learning that many students suffered from during the pandemic. However, with money left over, Many schools across the nation are choosing to spend a large portion of the funds on improving the mental health care that is offered to their students. This includes hiring more staff that are knowledgeable in the reign of mental health issues, such as anxiety, depression, ADHD, and more, as well as training current staff to be well-versed in the topic. In Chicago, Illinois, school districts are implementing the and training, quote, care teams, end quote, which aim at being present to help students going through tough times. 
schools in Patterson, New Jersey, have hired more mental health specialists, and the school district in Kansas City, Kansas, is starting an after-school mental health clinic. Decisions like these are supported by psychiatrists and pediatricians around the world, but most importantly, they're supported by the students. And that's all for our news and current events sections. Now, let's hop over to a quick segment of Anniversary of Historic Events. This week, we celebrate 108 years of the assembly line, the system that changed industrial production forever. On December 1st, 1913, the pioneer in automobile manufacturing, Henry Ford, introduced the world's first ever automobile assembly line. An assembly line is defined as a process of moving a product from one area to another until it is fully built or assembled. Ford devised the assembly line because when he first invented the Model T in 1908, Production of each car took over 12 hours. The assembly line was far more efficient than the original mode of creating the cars. And by the time it came around, that 12 hours turned into more like 93 minutes. Today, the modern assembly line is still the main arm of the global manufacturing industry. Whether they are manually operated or automated using robots and machines, Henry Ford's original design influenced and inspired a new mode industrial production, which is sure to continue for centuries to come. If you're as much of a history buff as we are here on the Gen Z Show, be sure to tune in next week as we commemorate Pearl Harbor 80 years later. Now, let's move on to some celebrity birthdays for this week. Barry Gordy Jr., founder of Motown Records and monumental figure in music. on November 29th. Fame singer Billy Idol turned 66 on November 30th. Ben Stiller, esteemed actor and director, turned 56 on November 30th. Actor and director Woody Allen turned 86 on, De- on December 1st. Comedian and actor Sarah Silverman turned 51 on December 1st. On December 2nd, bassist Nate Mendel of the rock band The Foo Fighters turned 53. Singer Ozzy Osbourne, former founder of the Bla- band Black Sabbath and famed singer and songwriter turned 73 on December 3rd. And rapper Jay-Z turned 52 on December 4th. Phew! That was fast. Now, let's see if you can spot the fake story. Welcome to Spot the Fake Story! Everyone's favorite game show, where we list three stories and you have to guess which one isn't real. Write your answer in the comment section below, and you just might win a prize. Story number one! Goats are the new firefighters? Well... As it turns out, as wildfires become a more urgent problem in the western region of the United States, a new measure of fire protection in this farm and is this farm animal. Goats graze weeds and dry plants and brush that serve as fuel for fires, and now they're being used as the next big way to prevent wildfires. Story number two! The first ever Asian-American puppet has been added to Sesame Street as the show's new character. Her name is Ji Young, and she's a Korean-American girl who loves playing electric guitar and skateboarding. She's puppeteered by Kathleen Kim, a Korean-American who has worked with the show for seven years. And finally, story number three. Popular Twitch streamer and YouTuber Tom Simons, also known as Tommy Innit, has surpassed 7.5 million followers on Twitch, officially placing him in the top 10 most followed streamers of all time. Tommy is a 17-year-old, primarily Minecraft streamer, who is a part of the Dream SMP and has been creating content since 2015. Since the dawn of his career, he has grown his audience to tens of millions on all of his several platforms and solidified himself as one of the most influential members of our generation. And there you have it for Spot the Fake Story!
Tell us in the comments down below who, what you think the fake story is. And we hope to see you next week on Spot the Fake Story. Now, let's do some movie and book recommendations. Watch the live-action version of Clifford the Big Red Dog, available on Paramount Plus and Prime Video. Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway, available on Prime Video, Vudu, and YouTube TV. Watch The Addams Family 2, available on Vudu, Apple TV, and YouTube TV. Read Divergent, a three-book dystopian series written by Veronica Roth. Pre-order the poem anthology Call Us What We Carry, a brand new anthology of poems by Amanda Gorman, world-renowned and presidential inaugural poet, packed full of poems that cover all sorts of topics, from history and language to political and cultural. Watch Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings, available on YouTube, Vudu, Google Play Movies, and TV, Apple TV, Amazon Prime Video, and Disney+. And finally, let's move on to our Gen Z Stars of the Week. My pick for this week's Gen Z Star of the Week is Jaquille Jackson. Jaquille is the founder of Project I Am, an organization dedicated to helping the homeless population in America. From an early age, Jaquille had noticed the struggles homeless people faced and begged his parents to give them money. A truly dedicated member of Gen Z, he has given out over 7,500 blessing bags to those in poverty. He has worked with organizations from around the world and is a recipient of many awards. Now 14, Jaquille continues to donate in the most meaningful way possible. And if you want to check him out, we'll have his organization's link in the description of this episode. And my pick is Ariman Kundalwal. Ariamen is a speaker, entrepreneur, and student at Princeton University in New Jersey, United States. He has been invited to the White House, recognized as a global team leader by the We Are Family Foundation, and has given a TEDx talk on public education. After seeing the lack of quality health care in rural communities in India, Ariamen developed an app called Get to Greater that can be used quickly and efficiently in the field to determine diagnoses for patients and compile medical data. It's so inspiring to see how much our generation is doing to change the world for the better. Yeah, this segment is really great time to highlight all of the wonderful things that Gen Z has to offer. Remember, if you want to nominate someone to be the next Gen Z star of the week, feel free to put the person's name and a description of them in the comment section below, or use the Google form in the show notes to nominate. And there you have it. That's the first of many weekly recaps by The Gen Z Show. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and like the episode if you enjoyed. Happy listening!